welcome to Dear Reader, the podcast where we talk about mental health, culture, and the writing life and beyond. My name is Isis Fernandez Rojas, and I'm a writer, blogger, and educator. I'm also a mental health advocate who lives with depression and anxiety, figuring it all out one day at a time. While we discuss issues pertaining to mental illness in this show, it is not a substitute for treatment under the care of a licensed professional. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dear Reader, Mental Illness and the Writing Life. I'm your host, Isis Fernandez Rojas. If this is your first time here, I'm glad you're here. Each episode, we look at a guiding word and we explore it. This week, we're guestless. It's just you and me, reader, talking about this episode's guiding word. And this week, the inspiration for the word came from the skies and a long-standing fear of a certain period of time. For those who believe that the way the stars and the heavens move impacts what happens to us here on Earth, we are in Mercury retrograde. For those who know of it, it is a couple of weeks of, well, chaos. It impacts communication and travel and machinery. Things shouldn't begin during this period, and people are warned to not sign contracts. I know that for me, at the beginning of every year, all Mercury retrograde periods are blocked off in my calendar. I do not begin new creative pieces during this time and use it just for revisions, which is perfect since I happen to be in revisions for my current project. Yes, Mercury retrograde for some of us is very real. We treat it with the same caution as a hot plate. However, That's not the retrograde I'm talking about. The word retrograde means moving backward, reverting to something from your past, relearning a lesson that perhaps you thought you already learned. I asked my social media friends about this word. This seemed to trigger a couple of thoughts. For one friend, she said her retrograde is as if she's picking up pieces that she never got or that she lets slip away. Another social media friend said that during her period of retrograde, she felt as if she was dropped down a hole. Here are her words. When I went on disability leave, in 1994, after being a partner in a law firm, I really thought that was a retrograde. It felt like I was completely going backwards. Not only did I feel like I was going backwards, it felt like I fell into a hole. But after many years, and in hindsight, I realized it was actually a step forward. I had to be pulled backwards so I could be launched forward. So it's often difficult to realize what the thing that's happening right now means 
now the old side is 2020. Now I have a book published, and my <clears throat> publisher is talking about a second book. So, yeah, um, so I can really relate. And thank you so much um, for bringing that up. It's a great question. It seems inevitable that as humans, we sometimes fall back into habits or thoughts or practices that no longer serve us. We are creatures of habit after all. It takes the better part of a month to break a habit, in theory. But if you don't get to the root of why the habit was established to begin with, then it's only a matter of time before the old habit returns. So do we ever say goodbye to our old habits, old thoughts, old ways? Does that mean that we are not capable of change or that change is fleeting? This week, I caught myself in a period of retrograding. You may have heard me call this year the foundation year, the year where I create and learn practices to set the foundation for years to come. To make it easier, let's quote Zora Neale Hurston here. There are years that ask questions and years that answer. For me, this is an answer year. However, this week I caught myself doing something I hadn't really done all year and acting downright ridiculous as if I didn't know better. I did. I did know better. And thus I felt like I hadn't learned anything in the past couple of years. You're probably curious as to what it was. I don't want to get into it, but I can assure you it wasn't life-altering in the grander scheme of things, but it was something that didn't make me feel great. It made me feel like I was back at square one. I have so much more to learn. So much more. That was the lesson of that retrograde. Sometimes moving backward feels like standing still. While everyone is moving on with their lives of delight and fun, you are indeed not. <laughs> there is little delight. There is definitely not fun. It sometimes feels as if you're being punished, as if you didn't do your homework on time. And so you're stuck inside doing math problems while everyone else is on the jungle gym. If that doesn't sound like a recipe for anxiety, I don't know what is. Just the image of that is making me anxious. But the idea of moving forward or standing still can be anxiety inducing. Most especially when one compares themselves to others.
Have you ever compared your life to a friend's life? Maybe they've reached a level of success in their life while you're just still trying to do the very basic of things. They may have become engaged, purchased a new home, got a big promotion at work. Maybe they're able to move in circles differently than you, more at ease. And it's not that you're jealous. The emotion is more internalized. You are wondering, what is wrong with you? How come they figured it all out and you are on the sidelines? Add to that the fact that life is now lived on social media where we document the best part of our lives. And yes, moving backward can make it seem like the walls are closing in. This reminds me of one of my favorite underrated shows. Being Erica was a Canadian television series that focused on a woman in her early 30s who doesn't quite have her life together. She's working a dead-end job while her friends and sister are living amazing lives. Great jobs, great relationships, new adventures, while she peaked in college. For a while, I was Erica, and the world was passing me by. In an article in British Glamour, 29% of women between the ages of 18 to 24 suffer from anxiety. Stateside, 40 million Americans have an anxiety disorder of some kind, like generalized anxiety disorder, OCD, or PTSD. What may be triggering this, you ask? Worry and stress are for sure the big reasons, especially if you're worried about how you're not like everyone else or how you're not where you're supposed to be. This is usually dictated by some sort of social or cultural norm. This is textbook, the fear of missing out. Or FOMO, as the kids say. I have felt this way many times. More times than I care to admit. The anxiety from this is so real. Whether it is used as fuel or fodder to make life changes, big life changes. Or whether it is crippling. The anxiety is still the same for both. It's just used differently. But let me offer some relief to all this. A switch of the lens, so to speak. Maybe we're looking at this all wrong. Perhaps we need to think about how retrograde could be a good thing. How backsliding or fear of missing out is something we need to feel once in a while. Remember how earlier I mentioned about my retrograde, my slip into a habit 
I wanted to obliterate. I felt bad, but I also knew why. And yes, I was disappointed in myself, but I knew that it was a stumble, not a complete fall. I know that I'll have to get back into the habit and identify what triggered my regression. It's steps. It's small questions to chip away at the big answers. It's going backward, not starting over. Kierkegaard said that life can only be understood backward, but it must be lived forward. Life then requires reflection, even when you mess up and return to something you've long abandoned. And reflection is how one learns. Guys, retrograde is about learning or relearning what you truly know. Retrograde is a test, a midterm, a multiple choice test, and you are given points, not if you don't repeat the same mistake, but if you learned from the repetition and came out on the other side different. In narrative writing, that is called the hero's journey. When the hero goes through tests and tribulations and comes out the other side of things, changed forever different growth has happened the sky is just a different shade of blue not brighter or darker just different what retrograde is trying to teach us is to be our own heroes or sheroes it is our job to try to be the best hero or shero we can it's our job to try to do the best that we can. All right, that's the show, everyone. Thanks so much for joining in. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, write a review, or spread the word, or you can do all the above. You can always contact me via Twitter, at ISIS, that's I-C-E-S-S. Or you can check out our brand new website. I'm really excited about this, guys. It looks so good. Our new site is at dearreaderpodcast.com, all one word. And you can go there for show notes, links to the things I've mentioned today, and to the blog post that goes with this episode. Until next time, reader, take care of yourself. 